Hey everyone, welcome back to Dom and Jimbo's Album Swap. This episode, we're going to be talking about um, two albums, episode number 39. Um, first album was uh, recommended by my dad over here. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I had to put the fan on. It's hot as balls in here. Uh-huh. Um, it, even just the beginning of April, it's already getting pretty hot outside. Yeah, but we're in South Carolina, so... Yeah. Um, and also to my left is Daniel. How are you doing today? I am doing pretty good. How about you, Dominic? Nobody I'm, ever asked you how you're doing. I'm doing pretty well. Um, so this is one of the few weeks, um, every once in a while, where you have recommended an album for us to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's a theme uh, week, too. Yeah, we, we did an incidental theme week. Um, well, mine was on purpose, because you two did it. Yeah. Yep. But uh, the first album we're going to be talking about is from 1989, the, the theme is that they're all soundtrack albums of uh, different sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one is from 1989 yeah. by an artist named Prince, pretty infamous. Um, Daniel has talked about how he's liked him. I, I mean, I don't know how much you've talked about it on the podcast, but Probably I know you've said to us that you liked him. Albums like Purple Rain and 1999. Yeah. Um... And other stuff, but uh, surprisingly, he came out with this um, recommendation of this album, Batman, uh, which was u- used for the movie, yeah. created for the movie, and I think used in the movie. Quite a bit yeah. of it was used in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I Batman. Believe, I believe um, there's only like three or four songs on this that weren't used in the movie. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this was released. I think alongside the the release of the movie, or maybe a little bit before or after it. But yeah, it's definitely a weird pairing, uh, Prince and Batman. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a pretty po- it was pretty popular when it came out. Like pretty much everything Prince did. Um, so why don't you introduce why you picked this album and your history with mm. it? So I don't actually love this album like as much as I love Purple Rain or 1999. But I kind of figured that's what you guys were like gearing up for whenever i recommended prince like oh mm-hmm. uh, he's gonna recommend prince i mean he's probably gonna recommend purple rain or uh 1999 so i wanted to switch up with it uh, i i don't know what i just said i wanted to switch it up a bit i considered going for his album news because i also like that album or i considered going for his debut album which i also like quite a bit Mm-hmm. Um, but I went with this just because I think it's a bit odd. Like, yes, like you said, the the, pr- the pairing of Prince and Batman isn't one you'd necessarily make yeah. right away. But like, it, it's almost a concept album about Batman, sort of. But like, it's not really Prince being Batman. It's kind of Prince being the Joker, actually. Yeah. Um, so I actually learned about I actually I actually like learned about this fairly recently. I didn't know he did the soundtrack until recent. I didn't know he did like a whole soundtrack album about it until recently. Mm. I knew he did like one or two songs for it, um, but I didn't know he made like a whole album about the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I listened to it and I just really I enjoyed it. I was like, this isn't as good as Purple Rain or nineteen ninety nine, but it's still enjoyable. Um, mm-hmm. So 
I'm going to recommend it on this podcast. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's a bit of a goofy album. Um, you're not really supposed to take it super seriously, like a couple of his other albums. You're not supposed to get, take it seriously like Purple Rain or um, 1999. Uh, but yeah, it's just supposed to be like a song you can have fun with. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Dad, what did you think about this album? I've heard, well, from watching the movie a lot when it came out, because I'm a big Jack Nicholson fan, and I was really interested to see what he did with the Joker. Um, people think different thoughts about what Jack Nicholson did with the Joker in that movie. I like it. I enjoyed it. I thought he did a good job. I'm not necessarily saying he's the best Joker necessarily but i think whatever character that was he was playing was really interesting and kind of funny and just like made you want to watch it i think he made that movie michael keaton is good as batman in my opinion he's probably one of the better batmans actually um i think they've kind of shit the bed on a lot of batmans (laughs) yeah people playing batman and i wouldn't have immediately thought of michael keaton as a batman um, but I thought he did an actually okay job in the two movies he was in it. Um, and yeah. I think Jack Nicholson did a great job with this. I don't, like I said, I know he doesn't stay very true to the comic books um, and all that, but I think it's an interesting character. So knowing that and watching that movie, like I said, repeatedly, I did know some of these songs already, but I'd never listened to the whole album. What I think about it in general is that it's really, I really think this is where. Prince started experimenting a little more and kind of I think this was right before he changed his name to that symbol and he kind of went in a different direction um, musically and I think maybe this was like the beginnings of it it doesn't seem like this is a very you know like monumental album or anything and it kind of got beat up by the by the press and stuff like that saying it was just like not good I don't agree with that. I think it's interesting. I'm not saying it's necessarily great, but I think it's a really interesting idea, and I think he took an interesting route with his musical choices and his and the sound he did and the sounds he did on here. Um, I like. Um, I, I think I like some of the songs because it reminds me of parts of the movie that were interesting. Like I like Party Man because that's that's the scene where he. Uh, Starts going down the streets of Gotham and in the parade, and he's challenging Batman. Like I remember that. Like he was like on this like float, going down one of the big streets in in Gotham, and this song was playing in the background, and he was like dancing to it, and he was throwing money to people, and I don't know. I just found it. It, it not that it's the greatest song, but it just makes me remember that makes me remember that scene. So that's kind of cool. Um, so I like that song. I like Scandalous. I don't like Bat Dance. Bat Dance is just dumb. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I like it. I kind of like that song. I don't, I'm sorry. Yeah, I it's know. It's pretty boring. Yeah, it's kind of repetitive and boring in my. The one on here that I kind of took that kind of took me aback a little bit that I don't remember being in the movie, but was kind of good was the Arms of Orion. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I found that song really interesting and like just what he did in that song and like the 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 music in it was really just interesting. Um, and a lot of it was like that. I thought the future was like that. I thought electric chair was like that. 
first three songs I found very interesting on this on this album. Not great, but just interesting, like interesting sounds and, and music techniques he used in them. Uh, Party Man was like fun. Um, it was like fun for the sake of being fun, and I think that's what he was doing there. But it was also good. Like it also kept my interest. I don't know. Um, the last couple songs on the album, except for Scandalous, like I don't like Lemon Crust. Trust, bleh, Lemon Crush. Wow. Also, Trust was another song that I remembered from the movie that I kind of like. So overall, it's a decent album. It's like not terrible and it's not great, but it's it's decent. It's an interesting thing that he did, <laughs> you know. And if Prince was anything, most of his career was interesting. So, um, yeah, I would give it like a C plus. Okay. Mm. You know, I found it better than average, but not great. So, yeah, C plus uh, from me. Uh, what do you think, Dominic? Um, I definitely think there are much better Prince albums than this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like Prince in general, honestly. Uh I don't think this is one of the best things he's done. There's a lot of not great songs. I didn't like the Arms of Orion so much. Um, but yeah, Bat Dance is really boring. Um, the rest of it was like okay to like pretty good. I liked the the future a lot. Uh, Electric Chair was okay. I liked Lemon Crush a lot and Scandalous. Um, Bat Dance and Vicky Waiting are mostly like instrumental songs mm-hmm. um, that I didn't really like as much. I don't think he does that as well. Right. Um, but, you know, he, he like you said, he's kind of experimenting a little bit. Um, but he's also, I think, keeping it safe too much of the time, too. For like, I think, for the, for the sake of it being like a soundtrack and try to be a popular soundtrack for a movie. I feel like, and I'm, I'd have to go back and look at this, but I think this is the first thing he did without the revolution. Uh, didn't he do his first few albums without the revolution? Well, I mean, since he got the revolution, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the first one he got away from the revolution, and then I think after this is when he got, he put together the new power generation. Which um, I liked, actually. That was... A lot of people, again, don't love the New Power Generation time period of his career. But I thought it had some good stuff in it. But that's just me. Yeah. I think he made Purple Rain, Around the World in a Day, Parade, and Sign of the Times with the Revolution. Yeah. And then he made... I think the people in the Revolution were on his solo stuff, the, those first couple albums. I think mm-hmm. those guys played, or at least some of them did. But he just didn't call them the revolution. I think he made Love Sexy, and that was his first one. Right. Which is the album that he's naked on. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I cut you yeah. off. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I didn't have that many thoughts about it. Like, some of it was pretty fun. Um, his his performance... I honestly think his performance on Scandalous is really great. Um, but overall not amazed i think i'm feeling the same uh score as dad on like a c plus um it was all right uh yeah so c plus is all around yeah yeah um so after that was an album or a soundtrack that my dad recommended for Mm -hmm. the movie singles yeah um so dad tell us a little bit of your experience with this album 
uh, slash movie. Yeah, so when this movie came out, um, I saw the movie. It was okay. Um, it had some bigger stars of the time in it. Matt Dillon, um, Bridget Fonda, um, a couple different people that you know were big at the time. And it was all right, the, the movie, but the soundtrack like blew my mind. The soundtrack, first of all, just blew up on the radio. Um, basically... Wood from Alice in Chains, even though that was on their album Dirt 2, so I don't know how you would consider that really, but because it was on two albums, but um, and then it was just it seemed like a combination of like the, the biggest grunge acts at the time, along with some of their biggest influences at the time. Like, I know Paul mm. Westerberg, um, Mud Honey. Uh, Hendrix, Screaming Trees, well, Screaming Trees was a band, was like, was like a band of contemporaries of them, not really. And then Smashing Pumpkins. So, it just, you know, it had just a lot of good songs on it. Um, I used to play it all the time. Um, it's Pearl Jam heavy, it's got two or three Pearl Jam songs on it, because they're in the movie, actually. <laughs> they actually briefly act in the movie. Um, but, and it's, and it's very Chris Cornell heavy because you got a solo song from him and um, and a Soundgarden song. So, um, but yeah, just it was kind of like just a compilation of a lot of the cool things that were going on at that time. And I thought the songs on it were very good. Um, you know, it just, it, it's like, this is like a more typical soundtrack. Like, it's just like a bunch of songs from the movie thrown together. You know what I mean? Yeah. That they would play in the background. You know? Yeah. So... And again, Pearl Jam was technically in the movie quickly, so, you know, they're in it. And um, I don't know, I just liked it. It was a really good soundtrack, and it was big at the time. Like, anyone that was into this type of music had this soundtrack. So, you know, there was that. So, what do you think of it? Dominic, let's start with you. What do you think of this soundtrack? I thought it was pretty good. Uh, there's a lot of... It's not exactly my favorite style of music, this sort of grunge alternative rock scene of like the the early 90s mm -hmm. um but i think this is a pretty good collection of songs from that genre the mostly you know um dyslexic heart and uh may this be love are sort of different than that mm -hmm. but uh yeah generally it, it's generally a grunge album and i i generally liked it i didn't like the first pearl jam song so much breath Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the song "Dyslexic Heart." Oh yeah. Uh, even that was yeah. like a cute song that I don't know. Yeah. Paul Westerberg was in some other band, and I don't remember what, but he uh, or he was, or was he like a? I don't know. I don't remember. Paul Westerberg did something else before he did solo stuff. I just don't remember what it was. Yeah. Or uh, the Battle of Evermore again. Not so much. That's a um, that's a Led Zeppelin song. I actually, know that. yeah. Um, yeah, I liked, uh, I liked Wood a lot, I liked Seasons, uh, I liked Chloe Dancer slash Crown of Thorns, um, I liked State of Love and Trust, I liked May This Be Love, I liked a lot of the songs on this, honestly, I liked May This Be Love, Nearly Lost You, and Drown. Drown is probably my favorite song on the whole thing, honestly. Really? Um, I had to... That song's not on Spotify, apparently, so I had to go and look yeah, at it. Yeah, there was two or three that weren't on Spotify. Spotify. Wow. Yeah. I had, Spotify. To, I had to look a couple songs up on, like, YouTube. Yeah. And listen to them. 
but uh drown is drown is really awesome uh I, yeah um nearly lost yeah nearly lost you and drown the, the last two songs on the album are probably my two of my favorites screaming trees actually really quick was actually your uncle steve's like favorite band when they came out he was mm-hmm. really into screaming trees i have a picture of him getting the cd at a at a, at a christmas uh, family christmas thing <laughs> yeah um uh, yeah it's it's pretty good in general i'm kind of feeling like a like a b minus on it Okay. Um, maybe even a B. All right. It's it's a good it's it's a good album in general. I don't I kind of didn't want to give it like too high for a soundtrack album. It might be like higher than that. Mm. Um, of just like compilation albums, but you know it's it doesn't have that cohesion. Yeah. That great albums do. Mm. Um, it's just sort of like a playlist of of good grunge and hard rock songs, and alternative rock songs. Right. So. Yeah, B minus. All right, Daniel, what do you think? Um, I enjoyed it. I think uh, I I'm more of a fan of grunge than Dominic. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like my exact style of music, but it's like I think it's all, all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to pick some favorites, I'd say Wood. Oops. Started playing one of the songs. Um, <laughs> I'd say Wood. Uh, Breath, Seasons, uh, and This May Be Love are all really good songs. Uh, may, may This Be Love. Yeah, I didn't love Drown. Really? Um, no. Uh, I don't know. That, that, like, riff on that song is just, like, something about it. Is Smashing just... Pumpkins is one of, almost one of those love or hate bands, like, yeah, so, his voice gets on a lot of people's nerves. Yeah, he gets on it gets on my nerves, and that's that's like the worst part of it. On like honestly, yeah. But uh, James Eha, the guitarist, is really amazing, and he's done other stuff too. You should probably check out when the Smashing Pumpkins um, disbanded in the late '90s, early 2000s. I don't remember when they did exactly, but he had some other group that like I listened to, and I'm like, yeah, he's a talented guitarist, like. <laughs> I also didn't love Birth Ritual. Like, mm-hmm. just thought it was a little much. Yeah, it's kind of a heavy driving song. Like, I love. I actually love the guitar riff on that song, but the rest of the song is kind of meh. But overall, I think this album was very good. I think this soundtrack was very good. I've never seen this movie. Um, I but, doubt you two would like the movie. I don't know. It was just one of it was it one of those very, movies that was very generational. Yeah, very like, 90s. Yeah, like, it It was cool watching it. It was fine. It wasn't even that great watching it then. It was, like, okay, you know? Yeah, it was, it was made by um, Cameron Crowe. Yeah, yeah. You know, his mm. brother is the drummer of Pearl Jam, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Yes, his name is something else, Crowe. Uh, some shit. Now we know why they were yeah. in the movie. Yeah, he made, uh... Yeah, that's probably why they were in the movie. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he made Almost Famous, too, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. So, um, what was your? Did you give a grade? Probably B. B. Okay. Um, I feel like it. It was yeah. It was just a very, very good album. I I wanted to say tight album. Yeah, I mean that's a that's sounds, a word that people use sometimes. Mm-hmm. It sounds kind of funny. I I find it very funny whenever people say something is tight. Yeah. Um, but. So it's a a B. Yeah. All right, um, so two two soundtrack albums down, one to go. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so the last one we are going to be talking about is one that I recommended last time. It's a bit of an um, unorthodox recommendation, even for these ones, because it's fully instrumental mm-hmm. um, for a video game called, I'm sure nobody's ever heard of it before, called Minecraft. <laughs> what is um, that? Yeah, it's a really uh, obscure game. But um, a lot of people know the Minecraft soundtrack. Uh, if you've been on, If you've been on the internet for long enough... You've probably heard it at one point or another. If you have children who play Minecraft, you've definitely heard it before. Um, I mean, probably. I, I I don't know. But um, if you've played Minecraft before, you've heard it. Or, you know, it, generally, if you've been on the internet, it, it's all over the place. A lot of people know the Minecraft soundtrack. Consider it to be a pretty great um, video game soundtrack. But it's not much like other video game soundtracks. It's very ambient, it's very uh, sort of low-key, quiet a lot of the time. Um, there, are other, there, there are certain songs and tracks on it that are less like that, but generally it's very slow, quiet, ambient, and um, low-key for mm. the most part. And that's sort of what people like about it. It's very peaceful, very serene, very meditative. Um... So I thought I'd recommend it as a bit of a uh, a bit of a an, an unorthodox pick, and to, to introduce you guys. Well, Daniel's heard it before, but just maybe sort of slow things down a little bit. You know, I've heard mm. much of the, I've heard most of the out songs in this album, yeah, or the full album before, right? Yeah. So I guess uh, I can start with uh, Daniel. What did you think about the Minecraft soundtrack? I enjoyed it. It's. Minecraft music is very, very good, I think. Like, this mm-hmm. guy is obviously very talented. There's a lot of, like, uh, not guitar, piano at play, obviously. And I wouldn't... Does he play the piano himself? I think, yeah, he does everything. Yeah. And, like... Every instrument, pretty much. I don't know how much of it is synthesized. I don't know if it's, like... Such a great album to sit down and listen to if you're, like, looking to listen to music. But if you're looking to, like, go to sleep mm-hmm. or, like, if you're looking for nice music to drift you off to sleep. Or, know. you know, if you're playing a video game where you're doing stuff and you need noise in the background. I Yeah, I think it's good for, for doing other stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I, ju- I don't know. I think it's nice to listen to in general. That could just be me. But, it just... Um, it's like... It's nice ambient music. Like, you can set a mood of, like... It's kind of hopeful music. Um, like, it's very... Not hopeful. What's the word? Uplifting. Right. Yeah. Um... And I just think this guy is just really talented. Um, yeah. C418. C418. Yeah, this guy is obviously just very, like, talented and good at what he does. Um, Daniel Rosenfeld. His name is Daniel? Yeah. Whoa! Well, I, I That explains it. I secretly made the soundtrack for this album and didn't even know it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've never um, seen two people with the same name before. Uh, do you know any people named Jim? Nope. Dad? Uh, yes, I do. Jim oh. V. Oh. Yeah. Will you remember Jim V? Yeah. So um, anyway. 
You had, had any favorite songs on here? Or? It's a little bit hard to come up with favorite songs. It kind of is. Um, yeah. Probably Living Mice and Minecraft. Okay. If I had to pick a song I didn't love, I don't really like the song Droopy Likes Your Face. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a little weird. Like a little... It's it's different. Yeah. But it's like different in kind of a bad way. Yeah. But it's hard to come up with songs I don't like and do like. Right. Because a lot of this music is kind of similar. Mm-hmm. But like also, it's all very pretty. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I don't dislike any of it. Yeah. Like, I I don't turn on any of the songs and be like, oh, that's crap. That's awful. Yeah. I mean, I know the difference between pretty much all the songs when they start. Yeah, I mean... But, uh... I, I didn't know any of the names of the songs before this, but... I know the difference. Um... Mm-hmm. So what are you feeling on this one? Probably an A. Really? <laughs> I really wow. like Minecraft music. Okay. I think... I wish they'd make more. They, there's another uh, album of this. Oh, there is? I yeah, there's Volume that. Beta. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... Right. I, I mean, I don't think that's as, as good right. as this one. Um, yeah. But, uh, it, yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a whole other album. A lot of people love that one, too. Um, cool. So I'll have to listen to that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's my grade. How about you, Dad? Yeah, I'm wondering what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's always uh, want to know what the old man thinks of the of the kid music. Yeah, I liked it. Um, really, yeah, like very. Daniel touched on how it's kind of uh, soothing, ambient, like that whole kind of thing. Um, it does it does do that, and I, and I think that's what it's like supposed to do and is out to do. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely achieves that. Um, I like how it doesn't. I mean. Instrumental music can tend to get a tend sometimes to get a little boring or at least just fade into the background and not stick out in your mind. But this doesn't do that as much uh, as other you know instrumentals I've heard, um, especially a whole album that's hard to do. So I think this, yeah, I think I agree with Daniel also in the fact that I think this guy's talented. Um, again, a little bit echoing what he said too. It's hard to pull out many. Uh, better or less good songs. Um, the only ones that I remember sticking out in my head was I liked Minecraft. I liked that song. Um, I liked Door for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like the 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 one two of Key and Door at the end. The beginning. Beginning. Uh, the, yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, I didn't. I remember not being as fond of the Droopy songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> those songs why. are kind of. Odd. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then if there was, I, I liked Sweden. I remember liking Sweden, mm-hmm. and I think Dry Hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what, those are the ones that stuck out. But as a whole, it was just really, it was fine. It was like interesting to listen to. It was you could definitely tell the talent that went into doing it, and for like a video game, you know, for video game background music, it was really good. <laughs> You know, and I guess that adds to the experience of it, and that's that's a good thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would give it, like, a B, straight up B. Like, I can't put this on a level of, like, a lot, me, myself, like, just because, I don't know, maybe because I've been lo- listening to music a lot longer, or maybe I just have different tastes, I don't know. But I can't put this on a level of, like, a 
a band that I really love, like Faith No More or, or Chris Cornell or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can't, you know, I, I almost wanted to give it a higher grade, but I just didn't. Um, I just, I don't feel like it's in that same category of good music. But yeah. it's good, you know. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say a straight up B would, would, would be my, uh, would be my uh, grade. All right. Um, yeah, that, that that episode went by pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, yeah well, I, I was wondering how this album would fare. Because I was thinking about it like, what are some important musical, uh, like, like, landmarks for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is definitely one of them. Like, I listen to this, like, album a lot in mm-hmm. my life. So um, I just figured I'd make sure you guys were aware of it um so yeah uh i guess it's time for recommendations yeah for next time do you have yours ready i do all right go Go i've been i've been yeah i'm ready yeah go ahead i've been listening to this album hard because i really love it i talked about it last week and i'm gonna recommend it this week because i I love it and Mm -hmm. it's i'm recommending thunder bitch Alright. I, I love this album and it's really taken on a whole thing for me. Um and what's I'm sorry, what's her name? Robin Uh Brittany Howard. Brittany Howard, I'm sorry. Robin. I don't know where I was getting Robin Howard from. Um yeah, Ron Brittany Howard. Howard. Huh? You getting it from Ron Howard? I don't think so. Oh. Um, Brittany Howard is just a really good singer, like really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I think this speaks to me more than even her other projects because it's it's just like it's a bit heavy, but it's not like it's not like hard rock or heavy metal. But it's like it's just really it really pounds on you. Yeah, know? and that's what I like about it. It really gets your juices flowing, and I love that about it. Um, and it's just really good. It's just really good. The musicianship from her band and her singing together is just incredible. So yeah, mm-hmm. the 2015 release Thunder Bitch. Yeah, this is kind of weird because it's like it's the first time I've thrown you an artist. Sort mm-hmm. of, and you've just thrown it right back at yeah. me. Um, <laughs> yeah, because like, I want to keep it fresh in my mind, and that's why I want to um, recommend it this week, because it's, yeah, it's, it's good. Well, since we're on the topic of obscenities and band names, <laughs> um, I've decided to recommend an album. I was going to recommend this anyway, but um, I was going to recommend an album by the band named Tropical Fuckstorm. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Hmm. Um, since we we've we've talked about this band before, partly for the name, um, we went to see Modest Mouse um, in concert one time, and they uh, Tropical Fuckstorm opened for them. Um, so we figured. Uh, I, I well after I don't know how I feel like you said that you enjoyed it when you saw that, mm-hmm. um, but uh, after that I I listened to more of their music. They have two albums out now. Um, this is the one that was that they were sort of um, showcasing at that show. Um, that they they played a lot of songs from this album. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, <laughs> you might want to get out your notepad for this. Um, That's got a complex name. Yeah, a, a laughing death in meat space. A laughing death in meat space. That's, yeah, very that's uh, interesting title. So, um, a laughing death in meat space. I'm doing voice text. Yeah. So, uh, keep your, yeah. So, um, keep your ears open for that one. Uh, 
If you want to be caught up for next episode, listen to Thunder Bitch, self-titled, and Tropical Fuck Storms, A Laughing Death in Meat Another space. theme week. Uh, d- d- dirty words. Dirty. <laughs> Don't tell your mother about these albums. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, stay safe. Um, get that vaccine if you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next Thursday. Bye. See ya.